The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And good day, good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, wherever you're listening from in the world on Mind Body Spirit FM. It's time once again to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode 28 and the 15th of 2023. Empowerment Words to Remember in Reflective Times. Our last episode and the 14th for 2023 was Understanding a Universal Month in the 15-6 for August 2023. And of course, as I have the time to be recording this episode that will be airing August 4th, it is not August yet. So we haven't been able to see how that energy's uh, already unfolding, but I guarantee you as this is airing four days in with the full moon that opened the gate of that month, we probably are uh, navigating through some pretty interesting things day four. So I hope your discernment hat is, is on tight, as I said, glued to your head in the last episode. And if you're joining us today for the first time, be sure to check out the last episode because it's going to get you, um, you know, in full understanding of what to plausibly expect collective energy wise for this month of August, uh, as we are layered in these pretty intense cycles of reflection. Uh, because we not only have the Venus retrograde going on that was explained Venus is the planet in charge of August as well. So that puts that universal month in a layer of reflection on top of what the Venus retrograde is doing. And then you will have by the 23rd of August, we're going to layer in one more uh, interplanet reflection from Mercury. And we will, by the close of August, as uh, the last episode got into we got a couple more uh, outer planet retrogrades in effect, and it's it's a lot going on. <clears throat> and of course, opening the month as well on a full moon puts the first two weeks of the entire month in reflection mode. So if you're, I don't care what angle you're looking at it from, <laughs> reflection is raining for August 2023. And I think uh, the collective will understand that if they aren't aware of it already. Uh, that's just the way that the energy is rolling. So it's a good time to go back to what already exists as we've talked about. So what I wanted to get into today, because I, I kind of wanted to take a little turn from, you know, Hey, you've got everything you need to know. Um, as far as, you know, in particular, this energy of August. And for those of you who are with me on soul certainty community, that of course is, um, my uh, subscription to Empowerment on Patreon and low-cost subscription. Uh, I encourage a lot of anybody to get on there who wants to learn more about what is going on. I keep it low-cost for a reason, knowing that a lot of people are struggling a little more these days than um, others, depending. And if you're not struggling these days, consider yourself very, very lucky. Uh, because there's a lot of people, especially here in America, that that is is not their 
current human experience. And uh, there's a lot of things we, we're, you know, as a nation, you know, need to be aware of. Um, go back a couple of more episodes and you will um, learn more as well about the current forecast for America and many, many, many things going on. So you've, you know, you're charged up with all of that. And today I thought, well, you know, when it's reflecting times, we still need to stay empowered and to, and to you know, remember some very, um, as I like to call them, you know, go-to words. And, uh, you know, most of you know, I am, as a forecasting practitioner, I fuse the wisdoms of astrology and numerology together to, you know, allow you to understand what is energetically circulating, whether it's understanding the collective or understanding what's going on in your personal life, if you're getting, you know, your own reading, which many of you have done, and you're ready to go for what's, what's cooking and what's coming. Uh, some of you, I would say no, but uh, there's still always time. So you can always do that. You have my go-to links all the time. You know where to find me. Uh, if you want to take that personal view, but in kind of, again, taking a step back from all this collective and let's dive into some, you know, empowerment through language, through what we can do with our mind, what we can do with, you know, how we need to stay resilient and we need to stay strong in reflective times always, you know, there's certainly a way that we're meant to allow ourselves the downtime, allow ourselves the grace, the retreat, that pullback. And sometimes that can be, it can be filled with multitudes of things that we experience because in that reflection, we tend to release, we tend to let go of things, we tend to kind of come to some, you know, self epiphanies <laughs> on many things if if we're valuing what a reflection is actually doing for us. So today <clears throat> what I'm going to get through is I've uh composed your go-to link for today's episode will contain everything uh whether I get to every single thing or not I have on the list here. I never seem to know if it'll take me the full hour or not to get get it all done. But um, I have a, a, a pretty much like a, a like a power list of words that we're going to dive into the lexigrams. Now, that's the third divination tool I use alongside astrology and numerology. And again, for those of you who have followed me for decades, or even if you just joined in the last year or so, especially on Soul Certainty, you know I sprinkle these things in to you know they're sprinkled in all the time and and most of you know my most favorite one I always talk about especially if you go back to the beginning of this year or the end of last year when we were talking about 2023's energy overall is this is the year of stillness in this silent listen and key things there is the word stillness silent and listen are all capitalized when you see any uh, any promoing or anything I've ever written about it or done with this podcast, and that's in on purpose. That that is for a reason. I'm not shouting. The rules of lexigrams. So to explain for people who've never understood that they're hopping on board for the first time, or or maybe you need a little refresher if you've followed along for a while on the power of lexigrams. Of course, I have a book. If you go to sharitastar.com, you can see publications. There's a book trailer there. You can um, check that out. And there was an episode I did concerning law of attraction last fall with the power of lexigrams and, and that book trailer's in that episode too. I played it in the episode itself. And I talk about the power of law of attraction and how our language has this amazing ability to do this through words, names, and titles. So what lexigrams are in a, you know, Cliff Notes nutshell, you're going to take any word, any name, any title, and you're going to derive anagrams, which means you're only going to spell other words that use the letters in the original word name or title. The art of the lexigramming 
or in essence, we spell out the truth, is that you take those anagrams, you phrase them like poetry or prose, and it's revealing to the truth of the word, the name, or the title. And this is what I, again, composed an entire book on. It's all on the name. Again, you can check that out under publications, uh, under straightastar.com and uh, see what that's all about. But it's a uncanny way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uncanny and, and, and mysterious at that of how our English language is able to uh, spell out the truth. I've, when I learned how to do the lexigram, when I learned how to first understand how the astrology and the numerology dots were connected, and then I was introduced to how these lexigrams work, as it was explained to me, now you have a crystal ball. You can look at any person, any entity, business, whatever, and you can see it. You can see it clearly for what it is. And these lexigrams just, I'm marveled to this day. (laughs) You know, most people, I always keep saying, I'm never bored. You know, I'm never bored. Uh, Because there's always something to, you know, be investigating. And, you know, that's just kind of my, you know, I've been an investigator my whole life. You know, I've always like really enjoyed, you know, deep dives and, 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 and all of that kind of stuff. I've, I've done that since I was very, very young, you know? Uh, so what's happened recently where, you know, people say, Hey, go do your research, go find out what the real truth is. You know, I, I, well, I got, I've already had a way of doing that for a really long time (laughs) and I don't really, need the media and I certainly don't need certain other people telling me things because I'm like, ah, I already know what's going on anyway. Because I can see that in the energy of the person. I can see it in their forecast and I can see it in their name. So today we're going to dive into how to keep you empowered during reflective times. So again, you're going to have the go-to link today and you are going to be able to just kind of, you'll, you'll be able to visually see what I'm going to be talking about here because sometimes it's you need to kind of see it. And of course, you know, hearing something, and of course, if this was a actual video, I might be throwing up a lot more uh, v- visuals for you, but that's what the go-to link is for. So we get to, um, you're going to be able to see the key points of what I'm saying, and some of the things we're going to touch base on, I already wrote a blog on it. I mean, some of this stuff is 12 years old, depending on when I wrote it for, uh, you know, I, I have like a plethora of blogs with words in it aside from what I put in the book so um along with you know the historic figures and and on all the things that are of uh, evidence of course that book came out in 2011 so that's also 12 years old but um nevertheless it's timeless information at this point so kind of like I was going to originally kind of do like a top 10. I was going to do, I don't I said, you know what? We're just going to throw up the most empowering words we, 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 we can, um, you know, touch base with and, uh, show you how this spell out the truth works. And, you know, my, again, you, you know, my favorite one is the silent listen, cause they're the same letters in, 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 you know, in the two words. Earth and heart, same thing. They're the same letters. That's why the the heart is so connected to the earth, and we've lost touch with that as a human race, obviously, uh, considering current uh, situations. And what, obviously, the collective is trying to get humanity to pay attention to, which I I think people are really missing the mark there. But the, that's just my <clears throat> personal opinion, <clears throat> so I'll leave that out of out of the analysis. So the first word I thought, well, let's dive in. The word of reflection. Now, as you'll see in some of these blog links, there is um, actually a word, what we call a name expression with, with the word itself, which is examining how it uh, numerologically vibrates because every letter in the alphabet has a letter attached to it. And of course, I use the Chaldean Hebrew Kabbalah alphabet. I do not use the Western way of doing it. 
It's a whole other explanation for another day. But this is, of course, when we want to get into beyond looking at your birthday, how to examine your name and how your name is legally printed on everything that's of critical importance in anyone's life or how you choose the name of a business, so on and so forth. But with words themselves and just that energy punch that's behind the word, there's a vibration to every single word because of the way we can connect the uh, the alphabet to, to numerical vibrations. So the word reflection, as we spell out the truth, these are some fun things in the word reflection. I recline to free it, to feel it in center, to entice it in one fertile core. I elect in life to free it, to let it flee in no force. I entice it. I refine it. To notice I orient it in relief. So isn't that interesting? Some some things that we do energetically as we engage in reflection. Spell out the truth. There it is. There's some of it. I, I'm not going to give you all uh, all the answers today because I, I encourage you to put your what uh, what is known as your spiraling hat on. And again, g- going back to why will you see when you go to today's go-to link, why is everything in capital letters? A lot of people think like, well, what's up with the capital letters? So there's a, there's a meaning for that and, and there's a reason for that meaning. And... Uh, that's also explained deeply, more deeply in the book. But again, to cliff note it quick, the, the lexigrams, the, one of the rules is you have to write them in capital letters. It just, it's more impact as far as how you, you know, perceive it. And again, there's a whole explanation uh, a little deeper in the book itself that was given to me and I passed that along. And here's another interesting thing, just, just for your own awareness. But your name, in any legal form, you have it in, printed, bank statement, license, passport, whatever, any legal legal thing, your name is always written in capital letters. Take that in. All right. So you, your ability to lexigram your own name is right in front of you all the time. <laughs> And for me, it's become kind of an occupational curse because you ever notice as well, especially, you know, which I don't, you know, watch the news because I don't even have the television to do it. But, but you know, I mean, I've seen enough TV in my life. You know that every time there's something, well, of course, now there's 20 million things on a, on a screen for you to look at to be just totally, you might as well just like put yourself in a state of confusion to watch the media today. As, as we already well know. But, but note the fact that when they ever show people's names, whatever they're talking about, they always put them on screen in capital letters. And I remember when I first started doing this, I did, uh, there was I, my living situation at the time, uh, there was a person I was with who had the TV. So, you know, it would be on and, you know, I would catch things and whatnot. And I, was like, oh my God. And then like, so I'm seeing these people's names on screen in capital letters. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> there it is. There's the story in their name. Because that's really in essence with when it comes to our names or the businesses or entities like that, there's the story in the person's name always. And again, I, I, I got into that a little bit in, in, um, the Law of Attraction episode from last fall. So check that out. Uh, Lexigrams and the Law of Attraction, how we can spell out the truth. Um, it, it dives into it on a, a little bit different conversation. But again, today we're going to keep going back to words. So when we're reflecting, I, I really hope that most people are taking the time to do the magic thing called breathe. Yes, <laughs> we must breathe. One of the biggest things we should be doing to empower ourselves when we reflect. And I love the word breathe because this is what it spells out the truth. Beat the hate. Bathe the heart rate. Hear the heart. Air 
be the earth ear. Mm. So when you breathe, you're doing all those things. Slowing down your heart rate. You, you, you're bathing. You're, you know, the air, the, the mindfulness of, of just doing the, the practice of breathing versus taking for granted that you're breathing all the time. Because most people just don't breathe properly. You're doing it so, you know, you're on autopilot breathing all the time. But when you really intentionally breathe, you're, you're getting a very different energetic response in your body that responds directly to your heart. And especially the rate that it is ticking at, right? I mean, you, you know that. If you just know how to take a few deep breaths in life, that's exactly what happens. You'll slow it down. So... In uh, reflective times, we have to remember to breathe. And of course, in reflective times, one of the things we need to be doing is taking our time in solitude and and understand what the value of that is as we spell out the truth. I lose. I oust ties to outside lies. I sit, so I let old lies die. Let soul ties do it. I sit to lotus. So I dilute ties to lies. To light. What? Having some down, downtime, as we say. Self-care downtime. Taking our time in solitude. Turning off that noise in our life. You know, turning off our distractions. Telling our families we, we, we need a moment to breathe <laughs> so we can reflect. Because you can't do it with everybody around you. Of course, now I always encourage, um, and I had to, I really, really started doing this with my, um, you know, my clients who are families, um, is encourage family meditation. Because, of course, everybody was stuck in the house together at the beginning of, you know, everything in 2020. Most people were, um, who, ha- who were a family. And they hadn't done that in God knows how long, you know, for for that, you know, obviously, you know, length of time and juggling this and juggling that. And so, you know, one of the things I, you know, highly suggested is, well, why don't you take some time to be in silence together and, you know, kind of take on a new habit, take on a new routine. You can be in solitude, even if you're with people. I mean, it's obviously the greater value is to be by yourself in the middle of the woods somewhere if you can if you can manage that but you can you know certainly take the value of respecting one another's space and respecting that understanding of solitude even in a group dynamic you can totally do it 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 takes some effort in this day and age but it it can't be done and i highly encourage it uh, especially for families out there, because you probably need it more than the people who are single, <laughs> you know, because your life is a busy bubble all the time. Is it not? All right. Moving on. We, uh, you know, once you're in that solitary space, that solitude space, you can dive into some meditation. And of course, this doesn't mean you have to empty your mind. It doesn't mean I, you know, have to sit for an hour, although you probably should. Meditation should be done however you can do it. You can garden and meditate. You can walk and meditate. You could be doing your dishes, folding your laundry, mowing your lawn and meditate. None of it needs to be incomplete. Oh, I got to have to sit I mean, yes, you can do that, but this is really for my the people out there who, because I, I, I constantly keep hearing it, and, and it isn't an, a misunderstanding about humanity right now. They don't know how to meditate, or when they go to do it, they can't, because they're so wrapped up in this crazy world that we're in. They don't even know the first step, because they can't, they're thinking about everything. So here's some spell out the truth advice from meditation. In an intimate time meant to end a tainted mean idea. In time, I am in a tamed mind. I aim in an aid to atone me. So 
for me, the practice of meditation can be any activity you're doing that just allows your head, your mind to focus on something. So if, if you're gardening or, you know, you're doing your dishes or again, whatever you're mindfully doing, that's not wrapped up on your phone or technology. We're just sitting in your backyard looking at nature or taking a walk, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're just unplugging and you're just slowed down and you are just focused on that breath a little bit more intently, you're meditating. You're giving yourself space. That's all you need to be doing. Meditation is giving yourself space. And the more you practice it, the more you can get into the other more, what people consider complicated or what people go, I can't do it. You know, I'm so tired of hearing people telling me they can't meditate because I'm like, pardon my, pardon my French, the hell you can't, (laughs) the hell you can't because you can, you just don't want to do it because you're too programmed into all this other crap that is not natural for human beings the meditative state is the natural way for human beings and boy we would have a different functioning society if we just meditated if we had if we conducted our life in a meditative state we would get such a different result and I think people you know most people out there know what I'm saying but you know, and you all know what I'm talking about when people whine and complain and, and, and get all, I can't meditate. <laughs> oh you know what? Complaining doesn't get you anywhere anymore in life either. I mean, maybe, maybe it can, but it, it really doesn't. So moving on, you need some patience. <laughs> As with all good things in life these days, you need some patience. And this is a wonderful spell out the truth from this word. I tap in an ancient pace. I entice in a nice peace. It's all about patience. It's just remembering the old pace. Patience. Just think back to a hundred years ago, even, or, you know, even going back a little further. The pace of a human back then was so different than it is now. And if you just tap into the ancient ways of anything, you will have patience. But our modern day world has no patience. There's there, there's there's not even there's nothing cultivating patience right now. Not a thing that cultivates patience. It just perpetuates you to be in a rush and be demanding and be expected the instant now world and, and everything is is too fast. Faster is better. Oh, it's great. La, la, la. You know what? I, I do not subscribe and I have never subscribed to it. I, that's why I resist a lot of modern day things. Because here, here here's the fact. Here's the facts. Time, while it appears to move faster, isn't moving any faster than it did 100 years ago, 200 years ago. The measurement of time is still the same. And your planets above, while they are in different patterns, they're not moving any differently either. So, there you have it. Time is a procession. It's measured and concise motion. Yes, we are in this accelerated collective energy right now. There, there's a whole understanding of how that's working, and and you know, obviously, the the, the, the this healing that the humanity needs to, to to stop ignoring that they need to do, so that we're not fooled by all these modern day things, and we are in control of them. They are not in control of us. Just like any form of addiction. You don't let it control you. You control it. That's how you have your power and you stand in it. So patience is something that needs to be cultivated back into society in general. Big time. 
if humanity's going to overcome what it needs to do to, quote, win the fight in this moment, here in America and everywhere else in the world, they're going to have to go back to that. And they have to get off the junk and get off the noise. That's the only way it's going to work is to go back to what works and cultivate that. So that leads you to the next one is discernment, which of course you've heard me toss this word around like a, uh, you know, it's uh, it's the it's it's a catchphrase of 2023. As a matter of fact, I've said this from the very beginning, and of course, I've been saying this since 2020. Especially, like you got to have your discernment. Like you know, I oh crap. I, I I look back at things I've written in in. I mean, I was saying this over 15 years ago about discernment, but I, you know, it wasn't just. It's like the alarm hadn't really gone off strong enough back then but now the alarm is 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 ringing 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 and people still don't have discernment and it just shocks it shocks me more every single day but again i always have said soul contracts are signed um and again as i'll will repeat as i said in the last episode uh discernment better be glued to your head during August 2023, because otherwise mm, <clears throat> it's not going to bode well. Discernment, let's spell out the truth. I sit in center. I meet in time in me mindset. In time at nice, I direct me mind. I entice, I rise in creed. I intend, I see it in sincere stride, in discreet ties. I enter in intense ties. I see it in deceits. I see it in crimes. I see it in demise. I need me mindset in desire and stern merits in inner ties. Merci. I see it in me mind in ties. In terms I reset, I edit. And of course I had a Throw in a little French there because when that one popped out me, the merci is, you know, you can't literally spell thank you from discernment, but just kind of most of you who, who, who know me well know who probably threw that in for me to amuse you with, um, my, uh, my very late beloved, uh, Mr. Sebastian and, uh, who was French of course. And, and he adored these lexigrams. He, well, of course, he was bilingual, so that was the big thing. Because a little side note here, the, the the fun part about these things is is that supposedly they're only done in English. That was the rules. Another part of the rules I was given about them years back, and I never had a, a you know someone. I have my my French was very rusty, and it, it got a little better with. Uh, my time with him and and it seems to have improved even after the fact but um, he does help me from spirit but anyway in that regard but he was fascinated with these lexigrams he, he had a master's in English and in, in ESL so his, his grip on on the English language is better is better than mine anyway I always told him well because he could teach it so you know that that's there's that but we started investigating b- because he's like well it certainly doesn't work with a lot in every word in French like it does in English, but there were certain things he figured out because his head works so well that way that there were certain French words that it did, it did, but it doesn't do everything. Like, like, you know, le care and, and le terre in, in, um, or, well, yeah, the earth that they're both, you know, that's the heart in the, in the, uh, the earth in French that doesn't translate like it does in English, you know, that way. Um, or silence, you know, it, 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 none of that works the, the exact same way. So anyway, so that's just a little sidebar there. But yes, discernment, folks. Um, thank your mind for seeing what it needs to discern all the time. <laughs> and then we would have awareness as we have discernment, let's spell out the truth. As a new answer nears, we sense. 
As ears renew, we see an ease we earn. Interesting with awareness. I always like that one. And of course, with awareness, we tend to concentrate more. Let's spell out the truth. I trance in a neat, ancient anoint. I cannot consent to a conact. Once I can contain a rotten reaction, I can connect to an inner react I create. It's certain in content, I in a centric connect to an inner creation. Yeah, good value there from concentration. And typically once we get into a aware, concentrated state, we have a, another understanding of our sixth sense. And this one, uh, this one is in the book, but I had, there is a, you'll have a blog link to it as well that I had did, I had done, excuse me. Um, see, I don't have a grip on my own language, <laughs> but I can always blame it on the retrogrades that I can't speak straight <laughs> because mind you yesterday, as this episode airs, uh, the approach to the Mercury retrograde has also begun, uh, that will join us by the 23rd of August. Won't that just be fun? So now we're, we're just, it's like one, like I said, layers upon layers here. So sixth sense, let's spell out the truth. I see thee, I see, pardon me. I see thee in the intense. I sit, I shine in this senses thesis. Fun little things from your sixth sense and what we can do with that. And that's, you know, your sixth sense is what you can't see, but you know, with every ounce of your inner knowing, your instinct, your intuition, your gut, that's all your sixth sense. That's, it's like, it's an intense feeling you have when you feel that. It is not, and you're not, you can't see it. It's not directly in front of you, Right. It's, it's not like it's a touch it, feel it material kind of, kind of thing. It's not money. It's not material stuff. It's, it's, it's just what you sense. So trust that, trust that those spidey senses, as we say, once you get in the realms of these, we tend to also find we're in some form of synchronicity. Love this one. I love this word. It's fun. Let's spell out the truth. This is rich. I sit in tiny story to sink it into history. Hmm. It is not ironic. It is history in sync. Then you find everything is, is it's, it's like a symphony. When, when, when we understand life in this synchronicity connectivity, and that's, of course, you get into all the law of attraction goodies with that. That's, when you feel that flow of attraction that comes when you're really in the state of that, you're in synchronicity. That's what's going on. I mean, we can still be in synchronicity in other ways, but we may not be getting the results that we want. And that's just, you know, when we're not in a vibrational match. It's still, it's, it's still um, history in sync because even the lessons we need to learn, still part of it. Then we move on to visualization, which I think is quite important under reflective times because it doesn't mean you're going to act on the visualization necessarily, but you want to visualize in your reflecting. Visualization is critical. You may not, you're not going to act on it until the shadows are over, until the shadow period of, of any retrograde is done or reflective time is done, but the visualization of what you can do is going to put some good energy to it so that you can act on it later. Visualization, let's spell out the truth. A vision is a lotus to anoint in a soul. As I sit in vision, I sit in a sunlit vault till I toil. Big important one. We, you know, the world needs and humanity needs to be doing their visualization practices right now. What kind of world do you want to see? 
because it certainly isn't the world we're living in. It's not the world we're living in. I don't know about you, but that's my, you know, again, personal opinion. Uh, the world we're living in is, is a little off kilter. <laughs> that's light. That's, that's just putting it lightly. And of course, like I said, go back a couple episodes, you'll you'll get into uh, the American forecast and, and just what America needs to be doing and, and visualizing for herself so that uh, America can heal and, and start getting getting the work done, the soul work done for the country instead of this divided. You, there's another great lexagram, which you've heard me say many times, united spells untied and we've got to get out of the untied. And come back to the United. It's the only way it's going to work. It's the only way it's going to work. And moving on. Anytime we're in reflection, we also need to be dealing with gratitude. Stay empowered. Of course, we had a whole episode dedicated to gratitude uh, with the month of gratitude that the network had back in May. You can go back and check that one out as well. I, I did a whole dive into gratitude and the whole energy thing. Um, but this is just a simple spell out the truth from gratitude. A great true attitude. I guide, I guard, I get. So your gratitude is, is always a good attitude that you're guiding and you're guarding it. And so that allows you to, you know, we all, we all know the circle and the energy of gratitude, most people. I'm not going to beat that with a dead horse because you y'all you, you know that one. Even in the face of challenges, which, of course, current times tend to be, you know, allowing us to see there's some challenges that, we're, you know, not everybody is facing the same kind of challenges, but we certainly got a lot of them. There's a lot of things to overcome, but even in, even in this space of challenges, we can spell out the truth. All changes heal as a sage. All changes can clean as a cleanse. Or you could also say all changes can heal as a cleanse. You know, you can play around with this. Um, now, I'm, I'm, these, um, these are the things my head spirals, but um, I'm sure you could come up with your own. And I, again, I encourage you to do so. And one last one from challenges to spell out the truth. Angels shall heal as changes angle all. It's a fun little thing with the word angels spells angles. Interesting. And this one is always one of my favorites. It's beyond a word, but um, the couple of these next ones here, it's I I have over the years taken like a, a phrase even, and then just spelled out the truth from that. Most of you, again, if you really go back. In, into the decades of doing the work with me, um, uh, there was a pass. I was, well, was first started to do the Lex, uh, the, not the Lexagram, excuse me, the Lunaroscopes. And I would title, well, I still theme them. You know, every full moon or new moon has a theme to it that I, you know, I just, you know, that's me fusing the astrology and the numerology together and, you know, what the energy wants us to be doing for that in our healing modality. But I used to take the title of how I would um, you know, come up with that. And then I would lexagram that and get into like, you know, but half that stuff is so far over people's heads. They can't even grasp it. And I mean, I, I, it, it's like, you know, I, I only get really deep soul divers that even understand what I'm talking about. So I kind of stopped doing that to kind of simplify things. But this was, you know, of course, right now, especially here in America, because this is part of this 18 year of America we're in as a current personal year cycle for the country since, you know, July 4th of this past summer is uh, our fears, right? Or any fear, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, but the fears, you know, the fears being fed. 
So I had done this one. How long ago is how old is this one? This is from 16. I came up with this one. I had just did it as a graphic. Um, it'll be in your go-to link today, but it was the expression face your fears. Face your fears. Let's spell out the truth. As you see your source, you rescue your core. Yes, you see your cure as you free your aura. That's what happens when you face your fears, which uh, we've all got to be doing in these times because we're not going to get anywhere in the state of fear now, are we? No, that, that, won't, that won't solve the problems that we face or the situations that require solutions. All right, moving on. Mentally strong people, this is another like kind of phrase that I said, oh, let me, let me, let me look into this. This one, you'll see a, a whole go-to link for, uh, where you can get into the whole, you know, again, I, I give you lots of reflective material with this episode today. Um, you can dive into and, and have fun with. It's all things that already exist. I'm not coming up with anything new today. I'm just kind of putting it together in a in a group as a strong reminder of, you know, just tips, tools, things that we can do. Mentally strong people. Let's spell out the truth. Learn to go on near no stereotype or prototype. Learn to let ego go. Let resentment go. Let a tense temper Go. Learn not to tolerate near torment or any mean energy. Anyone meant to go on to earn near a real, eternal, elegant, personal mastery. Mentally strong people. It's the energy of what mentally strong people do. Now, this one is, is going back a few years. I did this one a long time ago. Is the word, uh, and then, of course, when we reflect, a lot of the times we have to get ourselves into the space and practice of forgiveness, which is the, not the easiest thing for a lot of people to do. And it's just because they don't know enough about it, I think, as well. Um, now, what's interesting with this word is it spells frog. Right, right off the bat. And I, I love this phrase. This is, of course, you know, most of you know, I'm, I'm a very big fan of the Native Americans, who, of course, are the actual founding fathers of this country. Now, even though it wasn't a legal thing, but uh, the Native Americans had this, had this land first. So with all due respect, uh, they are our ancestors, and we do need to respect who they are and what they, the wisdom that they understood. So this is a Native American saying, known as the voice of the people, Frog is the communicator who assists us in our transformations. Now, when we get into the practice and the, the actual action of forgiveness, that's exactly what we've got to be doing. There's a transformation that is going to happen to us. And I, you know, always found that to be a very powerful expression because, you know, the communicator is, you know, we're communicating something differently through the understanding of forgiveness. So forgiveness, let's spell out the truth. I never give in. For I serve in freeing sin. I reign in sovereign versions. Frogs in five give genius freeing in a revise. Or freeing in revise. I sing, sign in freeing song eons on. Go on, forgive. I rise, rise, rise. And, you know, a lot of people, and you'll have that go-to link in, in, in the post uh, to explore the back, back uh, blog post for that. But forgiveness is, you know, a lot of people think they misunderstand the energy of forgiveness is, oh, well, you know, it means I 
you know, got to put up with, with this or that or no. It means you no longer, it doesn't mean you let the person in your space. It means you're not allowing the act of what they did in your space. You are free of whatever that is. That's forgiveness. Doesn't mean you have to be friends with the person or you have to, you know, let them in your life after something's been done in a particular way. But forgiveness is a very, your energy is no longer cord. If you get into healers and, and understanding what we call, what they call, I mean, it's not my area of, of expertise, but I certainly understand how it works, is, is people get cords in you especially when they don't like you and they want to nag at you and they, and they just want to, you know, narcissists are really good at this malarkey, manipulation, gaslighting, whatever you want to call it. And they'll get their energetic cords in you. And that is something, if you work with healers, they can help remove those cords. You don't want somebody corded into you because that means they're controlling you in some way, shape or form. But, Nine times out of ten, if you're forgiven them for their act, wrongdoing, whatever it was, that energy is severed. And there's nothing that can be done. Although sometimes you may need a healer depending on the severity of the person trying to gaslight or manipulate you. Um, but most, if you get a really good healer on your hands, those cords are always gone. They can't come back because you've got It'll be, their energy will boomerang back to them. So, just a little reminder about the value of forgiveness. And this one is the last one, and I may just tap into some other things with a little bit of time we've got left today. This one I came up with, this is another like kind of a phrase, obviously, and I did this earlier this year. I didn't publish it. I didn't put it anywhere, but it was inspired by uh, a former special guest of ours, uh, Mr. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Murray, and in one of his um, earlier in the year podcasts, he, he had this phrase, the resolve of the American people. And it just caught me. And I said, oh, I, I want to dive into that. So I sat down with it. And and so these are, I mean, you, you can, obviously you got a lot of letters to work with here. But what's interesting is that it really tells us some truth as we spell it out of how this country in particular can Come together. Again, he uses the expression a lot, unity is the hill we die on. And I say, yes, you cannot stand untied and think you're going to be united. And we've got to get over that for the resolve of the American people. Let's spell out the truth. If Americans can let love in, Americans can thrive in a healer time to reset. Americans are not meant, are, excuse me, Americans are meant to manifest, not let control oversee their innate talents to create, to live free. Americans are not meant, can never let core control over their heart happen. If Americans sit in love to root in simple means, Americans move to the front, to the first place, as real overall helpers. If Americans learn to implement silent listen time, Americans hear from their heart the real means to live in peace. In an almost perfect healer scenario, once all Americans see the evil crimes in place from stolen to all complete con acts in place, Americans rise as a force that cannot stop to reclaim their lost heart on this earth. 
the resolve of the American people. It's this little, it's about as good a holding faith as I can do in these times. There's so much more in there. I mean, you could go on a deep dive of pulling out some interesting things. And if you think the wonders of this, this has been interesting with words, wait till you get into the names. Because the names will blow your mind of what it means to spell out the truth and how you see the story of it in pe lying right in front, of, in front of us in their names. It's very interesting. It's uncanny. It's mysterious. L lexigrams. I mean, when I first got into this, I, you know, I, it blew, it, it blew, blew my mind. It blew my mind. In, in the last chapter of, of the book that I completed in 2011, I mean, I tell you, I, there's a chapter in the very end of how I, you know, my journey began and, and, and all of that. And of course, at the very, very, very beginning of this, when I was tapping, my faucet turned on, as, as we say. It was when, you know, 9-11 uh, happened. When, when I had just learned about these lexigrams uh, over the summer when 9-11 happened. And of course, I was still living in New York City at the time. And... I mean, that was just the most shocking thing of your life. I mean, you know, li li living there. We had been on the roof the night before. We used to be able to have rooftop access back then. And uh, we, well, I lived in the East Village. And we could, you know, get on the roof and see the World Trade Center. It was, you know, it was like, it seemed so big right in front of you, even though it was many blocks down from you uh, where we were on. We were on Fifth Street at the time between Second and Third Avenues. And, I mean, it was just remarkable to take that in, not even thinking about it, really, because it was just a normal part of your view. And then the next day, the next morning, what happened? You know, that was stunning. You know, kind of in that moment of, we say, don't take things for granted. But... And it's thundering, and I don't think that picked up on the mic. It's, as soon as I said that, it thundered. There's another storm coming back to the Northeast right now. I mean, we had a beautiful day of, of weather reprieve yesterday. I was so utterly grateful. It's been such a, the weather's been beyond anything I've ever experienced living in this part of the country. As I'm sure all of you anywhere in the world are experiencing and understand the weather is just beyond anything any of us have ever experienced in our lifetimes. So anyway, back to the, to, to the, uh, the world trade center. So that I got into the world trade center and I couldn't believe what I could spell. That's in the book, um, in the last chapter. So if that's of interest, you can go to publications and check that out on, um, shivetastar.com. It's my, you know, in my bio link for the, it's in my bio link for, uh, your, uh, the, the, who I am as I'm, uh, being your podcaster on this, uh, on this, uh, podcast hour. Yes. So the resolve of the American people, I did, you know, these things go back pretty, pretty strongly far into our history. So I think, um, if you want to spell out the truth, you can be really empowered in these times. And as always, I thank you so much for being here and taking another silent listen to the Sharita Star Empower Hour. Be sure to connect with the go-to link for today's episode to dive even deeper and continue to raise your consciousness with the wonders of lexigrams and how we can spell out the truth to better understand the hidden power within words we see and use every day. Equally, with great advanced gratitude, please kindly share this podcast if it resonates with you to do so. We'll be back on August 18th 
with more consciousness conversation to keep you fully empowered and ultimately aware as we continue on in the most riveting, reflective times for all of humanity during 2023. This is Sharita Starr from Mind, Body, Spirit FM, signing off for today's message to never compromise, living consciously. Take good care of each other. Namaste, dear stars. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcast.